Learn the most empowering hiring techniques. Land the most desirable talent. Launch your company towards massive success. This is the Higher Power Radio Show with your host, Rick Gerard. All right, doom and gloom is the impending economic forecast according to the media. Now, having flourished through two previous recessions, I have learned to look for the opportunity that comes with the adjustment. And when it comes to hiring, the opportunities to thrive are bountiful. One trend I have personally observed throughout the years is that companies like Google and Facebook silently ramped up passive recruiting during those times. And as a result, you can see where this happened. And we're able to come out even stronger with the adjustment. Today, I challenge you to recognize the opportunity that lies ahead and commit to the growth of your people. This can and will only have positive results on them and the business. I'm Rick Gerard, and welcome to the Higher Power Radio Show. We help entrepreneurs and executives win-win the strongest hires. We do so by sharing the insights from top-performing rebel entrepreneurs, game changers, and industry leaders. Now, today, your rebel entrepreneur is me. And we're going to answer the question, how do you build a stronger company in a tough economic times? So today we're going to discuss why it is critical to continue your hiring activity throughout those times and then how to effectively increase the productivity and retention of your people. With that said, let's start. We're going to dig into kind of some of the challenges that I've experienced through the economic downturn and what you're going to probably experience as well. And then we're going to transition on how to continue to hire both challenge and get your people retained, especially your good people. One of the challenges that I've seen is keeping your high performers engaged during economic times. Now, it's easy when your company is doing well during that time, but if there's any hiccups, people tend to get a bit nervous. And your best people are the most valuable asset, especially during an economic downturn. But here's the thing you have to be aware of. Your best people are going to be hunted by your competitors and outside industry people that are actively going out and hiring. Things get quiet, but I'm telling you, what happens is the noise of traffic grows, but the bar goes up for a lot of companies. So hiring stronger people puts you in a position where you're actually challenging and motivating the people that you already have. If you think about it in terms of if I stop growth, if I stop hiring activity, then what's going to happen? Well, then people start to get fearful, then they start to look. And if people start to look, then you lose them. And then you get into this vicious cycle, trying to fill positions with people that are willing to do your job as opposed to people who are thriving in your job. The other thing is growth through an economic downturn. Look for the opportunity for your people. Now, you need to shift your focus from the business to your people. As an entrepreneur, your people are the lifeblood of your company, especially when you're in an economic downturn. Since we know this, you want to keep your people from becoming fearful and looking for more kind of stable environments. This is how Facebook and Google grew during those downtimes is because people thought, well, I'm not really sure what's going on at my current company. So maybe I should look for something a little bit more stable until things pick up again. So recruiting remains a essential part of the process for two reasons. Number one, when you have the opportunity to be able to hire somebody who can elevate the performance of your company, you make that hire, you take that risk, you do that. Recruiting activity also gives the message to your team that you already have there that, hey, look it, 
Things might be tough on the outside, but we're fine. That's what you want to portray. And if things aren't fine, communicate it and get your people involved so they can help you solve those problems. Now, here's the thing. Hiring happens regardless of whether or not you choose to participate or not. So participate, hire, like have a passive pipeline of people that you're going after that when the timing presents itself, take advantage of that and focus in on growing. Again, it can only help you, can only help your company. Are you listening to the Higher Power Radio Show? I'm your host, Rick Gerard, and for our podcast listeners, we're gonna take a quick educational moment from our sponsors. Hey, check out stridesearch.com. There you'll find additional content and resources and a link to Healing Career Wounds. Let it be your secret weapon to landing the strongest people. So we just talked a little bit about why it's important to continue hiring during an economic downturn. Now we're going to talk about how to solve this problem. So I'm going to give you some steps that you need to put in place in order for you to effectively be able to hire through an economic downturn. And actually, as things start to shift, putting these practices in place help retain your people and help elevate their performance. Now, the first step is perspective. I want you guys to think about how we have been viewing hiring for the past few years, especially during uptimes. You have to understand that the perception of continuously hiring is very, very important. Now, it's not about filling the role anymore. It's about elevating the bar. It's about having higher standards and interviewing less people, people who are more strategic, that can provide value the moment they join the company. Again, we need to shift our focus from, hey, I need to fill these roles, get these off my plate, to hey, look at, I need to passively look for ways in which we can elevate the performance of our people. Do that by hiring other stronger people. So you're taking the opportunity to opportunistically hire. The other thing is from a perspective, we wanna attract people who will elevate the performance of the organization. This is why passive recruiting is so key during this timeframe. New ideas, new energy, whenever you bring somebody new into the organization, especially during a down cycle, it elevates all those around them if you're bringing in the right person. Now, where you need to avoid the situation at all costs is reactive hiring, meaning Joe or Sally just left the company. Oh, crap, we need to fill this role as quickly as possible. When you have a proactive pipeline, when you have the perspective of, hey, look, at, we're going to continuously talk to people and, and build a relationship with them. So when the timing's right, we can bring them into the organization makes your life so much easier and it keeps your people from fear. The other thing that's really, really important is increased communication to retain your current people. How do we increase communication? Well, there's a few different ways. Number one, career pathing. Having conversations with your people, letting them know that you're there to help foster their growth. They need to know the what's in it for me and you need to know what's in it for me from every single one of your employees that's working for you. It's really critical that you understand that I know that this person wants this in their career in the next couple of years, and it's my job to help them to get to there. If that there isn't within your organization, that's fine. Plan out an exit strategy. Plan out a point in which they leave and they go to another opportunity to help them grow, but also you're fostering a purpose for them to be able to kind of say, hey, look at, we already know that we're planning for somebody leaving in May. We can start looking for that person in January so that when we're ready to go, we have the right person we can plug in there. 
And then finally, promoting purpose. If you're not a purpose-driven company, be a purpose-driven company. There's so much data out there. And if you just Google stats on purpose-driven companies, you'll find some really interesting data that's been put out by how much more profitable and successful purpose-driven companies are over non-purpose-driven companies. Start living a purpose, promote a purpose, and make that purpose all about everything that in which your employees and your organization is about, and make sure that your employees buy into it. It should be a purpose that everybody wants to support within the organization. That is what retains people. We wanna first and foremost make sure that we're keeping all of our best people and then we're providing a format in which we can help them elevate their performance and stay motivated and engaged. Now let's talk about engagement of new people. How do we proactively build relationships with people so that when they're ready, we can get them on board? As an entrepreneur, I think it's really important this should start from the very first day that you are building your company. You should dedicate one to two hours a week to passively go out and meet people, build your network, build your net worth, Dedicate those one to two hours a week to getting to know people in your industry who are potentially hires for your company. So this is passive talent engagement or passive people engagement or building your network. It's not recruiting. You're not going out with the intention of, hey, look at, I'm gonna recruit this person and get them to come work with me right away. It's, I'm gonna find out whether or not this person is going to be right for my organization, if my organization is going to be right for this person, I'm going to engage them in such a way in which I'm building a relationship with them. It may be that they're totally off base for who my company is. That's okay. Guess what? They know people. Everybody knows people. When we're talking about passive talent engagement, a couple of critical areas that you can do if you've got an established company, reconnect with people that you've met with in the past, maybe who turned you down, or who went to another company, connect up with them, see how they're doing, check in with them, invite them out to coffee. Ask for new referrals from your current employees that you have. Best resource is who do you know that is great at X, Y, and Z? I don't want them to make an introduction, I just wanna know who they know that's good at what they do. Talented people that you have in your organization know other talented people, they may or may not, but they know who they are. So it's really important that you ask these questions, you communicate this. And again, when you're asking people who they know, you're demonstrating that you're committed to growth. And again, that's alleviating a lot of the fear that people, that starts to well up in the people that you do have to keep them feeling safe at your company. So when you're asking for referrals, it's really easy. Hey, look at, I just like to get to know you for the future. So when you talk to somebody, I'm not trying to recruit you. I just wanna to get to know you for the future. Maybe there's a point in our company history where you might be a good fit or we might be a good fit for you. So let's start a conversation and get to know each other now. Super simple, super low pressure, and it makes it that much more effective in building a relationship so that when somebody is ready, they'll call you first. All right, you've committed to one to two hours a week of passive recruiting. Now I'm gonna get you to commit to two meetings a week with potentially people that you're gonna hire or people that might be resources for you and your company. There's a lot of great books that talk about never having lunch alone. The point is that getting yourself out of your comfort zone, number one, especially if you're a technical founder, you wanna stay within your wheelhouse or your comfort zone. As a founder, you need to get out. You need to go meet business people. You need to go meet marketing people and sales people, especially if you're gonna build an organization. Commit to two meetings a week. 
These can be phone meetings. These can be face-to-face -face meetings. They can be coffee. It could be okay. But commit to meeting with two people a week just to get yourself in the habit of being comfortable. Pitching your company from a perspective of here's what we're doing, not selling the company, but what the opportunity is and seeing as to whether or not somebody's going to be able to fit. A great resource for this is using our discovery call script. Understanding a person's pain, desire, and impact is really critical in understanding whether or not, number one, the timing's right for them to even entertain an opportunity, understanding the desire, what it is they want to do, or where they feel they're going to be the most impactful, and whether or not you have an A, B, or C player. These are super important things that help you prioritize that relationship and put it in order of like, hey, how do we timeline this out to where we can onboard you at some point? I've had conversations with people where it's been a year-long process. I don't need them for six, eight, 10 months. But having this conversation early gets me to a point where when I'm ready and when they're ready, more importantly, it puts us in a position where we can have the conversation. It's a very, very easy onboarding. The purpose of that discovery call or that meeting, you have to have a purpose to that meeting that you're having with each person. Understanding their positioning and getting a clue as to whether or not they are aligned with your corporate values. And that'll all come out in that conversation. That's the two takeaways you want to get from those meetings, from that discovery call script. An interesting byproduct that comes out of this is that when you're having these proactive conversations, you're empowering that person that you want to hire. It's not about you having a role that you need to fill. It's about you empowering them to communicate with you as to what time frame they need and whether or not the opportunity is at the right point for them to excel or thrive in that opportunity. So you allow that person to be proactive by empowering them, by having this conversation, communicating to them, and letting them know that, hey, look at, you know, at some point, we should work together. And at some point, you could let me know when you're ready, we can continue this conversation. And then finally, pull the trigger. I know it's really scary during an economic downturn to commit to hiring somebody else when things are tight. But the truth is you're either moving forward or moving backwards as a company. If your people have the perception of we're not growing, then they start to get nervous and they start to leave. And so pulling the trigger on hiring a new person who can change the dynamic of the energy within the organization is crucial. It's the one thing that gets people to say, hey, look at Everybody else is laying off. We're still hiring. Obviously, we're in a good position. And so that's going to be one thing that's going to foster growth within the organization, keep your people retained. And then finally, demonstrate to the world that you're committed to growing. And hopefully when we come out of whatever we're going into, I hate these doom and gloom things, but when we come out of whatever we're going into, if we go into it, the truth is we're coming out of it that much stronger and you know, ready to hit the ground, building even stronger. All right, with that, I'm gonna wrap up. We've got a couple of key takeaways that I want you guys to focus in on. Number one, be proactive. Continue to hire, continue to interview, continue to foster your recruiting process. Just raise the bar, raise the bar and make sure that everybody knows that, hey, look, we're hiring based on value alignment, and strength of skills and what the person brings to the table. 
people don't align with your value, move on. If people don't really bring the skills that you need from that perspective, move on. Hold a high bar. Communicate. Communication is key anyway right now, right? So recognize the opportunity for your people and the business to thrive. And then finally, take action. When the opportunity presents itself to hire a really strong person, take it, run with it, bite the bullet. It may hurt you personally. Maybe you have to take a little cut to your salary or whatnot, but I promise you it will foster growth within your organization and keep your people retained longer and allow that new person to fuel the energy of the team. I want to thank you guys for tuning into this week's episode of Higher Power. Quick thanks to our team, Brian Colburn, Andrea Ballin, and Ayla Gerard. If you're listening to the podcast, please subscribe, review, and share after all this shows for you. And we want you to continue to grow as an organization. You can join the Higher Power Radio community at H-I-R-E-P-O-W-E-R-R-A-D-I-O, higherpowerradio.com, or you can drop me an email at rickettstridesearch.com. Tune in next Tuesday. Our guest is going to be Ken Babcock. He is the co-founder and CEO of Tango. I'm your host, Rick Gerard, and you have been listening to the Higher Power Radio Show. Aloha. Thank you for listening to Higher Power Radio. Catch our LinkedIn live show every Tuesday at noon or download the podcast on iHeartRadio, iTunes, YouTube, or your favorite podcast platform. We appreciate you joining us on Higher Power Radio with your guide to hiring success, Rick Gerard. Rick Gerard. Rick Gerard.